If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Imagining what you want and how you're going to get it and exploring. I always encourage my clients, volunteer in the thing that you're interested in or audit a class in something that you're interested in, right? It doesn't have to be this, I'm deciding to do this. You can pick different paths to explore and network with and just talking to people to get a better understanding of what's a day in the life of this job and what are the pros and the cons and moving things forward and checking things off your list when it comes to career search can just be talking to people and understanding what's out there and how they got there and exploring on LinkedIn. It doesn't have to be signing up for grad school tomorrow and wondering if you made the right choice. That's my guest, Dara Astman. And what is her bucket list career? Becoming a life and career coach who works with mothers specifically to make themselves a priority so that they in turn can figure out what is on their bucket lists. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Krista Laurie. Thanks so much for joining me. She's found her professional purpose helping women address fears and internal blocks while giving them the runway for goal setting and accountability. I just love that. And Dara comes to coaching with 20 years of media and ad sales experience, most recently at Paramount, working in a job share, which she crafted and says has been essential in creating her own path. Dara often tells her clients, you need to figure out what works for you and your family and try to make it happen. Not everything needs to be black and white and not everything is listed on job sites. Sometimes you need to imagine your ideal and create it. Your bucket list career of 2023 may be different than it was back in 2013 or what it might look like 10 years from now and recognizing that will help you launch. All right, let's listen now for more. Dara, thank you so much for coming on Bucketless Careers. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. People have been coming to me in large amount, like, you have to have Dara. She's so <laughs> perfect for you. And then I think it was just kismet that you had this event coming up. And I'm going to read the title of it because it's so apropos to our theme here. You're doing an event called Second Story, Conversations Around Mothers Rewriting Their Next Chapter. And that's just one of the many things you're offering as a life and career coach. So we want to dig into all of it and talk about your personal evolution towards finding your bucket list career. And I want to actually ask you right off the bat, and I don't always do this, but I think it'll be valuable. What is, in your own words, your bucket list career gig and what makes it a dream gig for you? I would actually say that my bucket list career is helping other women and mothers find their own bucket list careers. 
I've realized that throughout my life, I've always been that person that people come to and ask advice for. And I really wanted to turn that into a career. So just the idea of sitting down with women and mothers who never have the time to focus on themselves and actually ask the questions that are like, well, why do you actually want that? And what do you actually want? And they sit there and they think about it. And just seeing that light bulb aha moment is the best thing. And that's why I do what I do. Getting people to just stop in their super busy lives and take a moment to focus on him or herself to think about that, I think is so important for a career coach to be able to shed light on that. So let's talk about how you got to this because you have always worked in advertising and I know you have been able to achieve a job share part-time situation, which is great for you as a mom. So walk us through really the evolution towards what you're doing now. And also let's get into the pivotal moment if there was one. Yeah, absolutely. So I've worked in media for the past 20 years. I've worked in advertising sales for the past 14. And I was lucky enough to create a job share. And I always tell my clients, you know, what's on the job sites, what you find is not always what's available. If you can create it, if you can dream it, if you can bring it to the company that you work for, you can create things that don't always exist. So I was lucky enough to create a position that allowed me to be home two days a week with my young children, which was so wonderful. I felt so fortunate to be able to stay in the workforce three days a week. And then I was home with my children, the other two. So I got a sense of being a stay-at-home mom and being a working mom. Right. As they got older, my youngest was about to enter kindergarten. And that was, I guess, the pivotal moment for me where it was like, so now what happens, right? Like I'm home these days and, and they're not here. What do I want to do? And I actually sought out a career coach myself, just trying to understand what is it that I'm interested in? What do I want to continue what I'm doing? Do I want to expand and try something new and sort of combine two different passions, which is what I ended up doing. And I actually went back to school. I decided it was important for me to be at an ICF accredited school. So I went back to IPEC, which is one of the best. And I started in November of 2019. Was that kind of hard? Sorry to interrupt, but was that a little bit hard for you to juggle that with everything else? So, you know, it was three, three day sessions in person. So it was one in November, one in February, one in May. And the rest was sort of webinars and, and coaching individually kind of on your own time. So I was able to fit that in. And I will never forget the second three day session at the end of February, people started passing around Purell, wondering what was happening. Uh -huh. And the next thing I knew, the world shut down. And all this free time that I thought I was going to have of my kids being in school full time, suddenly I was a teacher and a babysitter as well. <laughs> so yeah. that was a little bit of a shock. But it was actually, the pandemic actually has done such amazing things for everyone's career. I think it's made people stop question, think what they want. And I also think they've been able to find jobs that I know a lot of women that say that they would want a certain job, but they can't be in the office five days a week. They can't travel. And now all of a sudden, some of these jobs are much more flexible. So it's given everyone a chance to rethink things for better or for worse. So it's been a great time to be a career coach at this, at this time. Absolutely. And do you think that coach obviously was a pivotal person in this decision. What do you think the coach was able to reveal for you? And is that what you're trying to do for your clients? Was there like a method that you thought, wow, this is 
shining a light on something that I didn't even see about myself before? It's a good question. I had a hard time finding one initially. And I think I was like, why is this so hard at first? Therapists are available everywhere. And over time, more coaches have have come out. But at the time when I was looking, it wasn't as easy as I thought it should be. I did find someone, she was much older. She sat me down and I, it was a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. But I also felt like there was a missing piece, that there was someone that, to sit down with someone who was going through something similar could have been that much more beneficial. So that also kind of spoke to me as maybe there's a space here for me. Right, because you probably work with younger mothers, right? And I'm sure that you offer your services to people at any stage in their careers. But what is it that you find, and I think you're passionate about it, what is it you find most rewarding about working with with people that are going through what you did? I think just the fact that helping people get to that point to stop and think about themselves. So many people decide what they want to do, pick a major in college and start going on this trajectory. And there's never really... If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another time where it's scheduled to stop and say, okay, I had children. Now what? It's sort of, you sort of just get thrown into whatever works for your family, whatever works for you. Yeah. I work with so many women who have just been moving up the ladder at the same job they're in and they've reached this pinnacle point that they've been striving for. And they're like, okay, now what? Right. So, you know, whether your kids are heading into kindergarten or they're heading out to college. There's these transitions where mothers have time, a little extra time for themselves to think about themselves and they don't even know where to begin. So this is a way to really reflect, see how you see the world, how you approach situations, because I really do believe that you can create something and it's not just what you see, it's it's how you approach it. And so you have the ability to create what you want. if you If you know what it is you want, that's the first step. Well, I know your main goal is also helping mothers make themselves a priority because they so often do not. How do you help people do that? I mean, that seems psychological to me. Absolutely. And more than just professional, right? Because we, we all are also trying to get closer to self-care and, and allowing that to be a priority in our lives. But when you are a mom and you've got these people you brought into the world and they mean everything to you. I find that I do this all the time. It is all about them. And there's a part of me, I think, that needs to deprogram that I don't need to be at the bottom of the list. So how do you do that with your clients? It's really hard to focus on you. And I always say you give 70% to your kids and 70% to your job and 70% to your spouse. And the next thing you know, you feel like you're not giving enough to anyone, but you've given 400%, right? And you're just spent and there's nothing left 
for you. So just this idea of self-care and it's, it's not just massages and manicures, right? And <laughs> true. And, yes. And therapy is so common, but coaching less so. And I think the big difference there is with coaching, you're really going from that baseline. Okay. To great. And so it's, it's not, you don't have to have a problem. There doesn't have to be something wrong. It's really saying, right. I want more for myself and I want that accountability and that support to get there. Speaking of support, I know you've moved into some group coaching in addition to your one-on-one. What do you think the value is in that? Because you can do it both ways or you can do it in conjunction. What is it about the community support that helps people, let's say, pull the trigger on making a side hustle, their full career path? Do you think it's the support of everyone around them? What's, what's really powerful about it? So my groups are some of the most favorite things I do. My group also gets an individual session with me. So we work through that. But Mm -hmm. when you start coaching with me, you're sort of part of this community. And this is sort of my sales aspects coming in and sort of connecting everyone, which is something I really value. I think motherhood can be really lonely. There's nothing better than sitting in a room of women talking about something and listening to one person's story and seeing every other person in the room shaking their head saying me too, right? Like, it's like, we're all in this Just together. like I'm shaking my head now, yeah. listening to you, right? Yeah. No, but that's true. That's where you get these sort of like awakening moments where oh, I'm not alone in this. And where do I take it from here? Yeah, absolutely. I think to know that you're not alone, to know that there's people cheering you on, to be able to face your fears and your blocks. And sometimes I'll say to my clients, what is the worst thing that can happen? Let's actually play that out, right? And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's like- mm-hmm oh, that's actually not so bad. And it's probably not going to happen. So let's baby steps. I think so much of it is about taking one step forward. You don't need to have everything planned the next 10 steps. We can just think about one small action to move things forward. And and if you can't achieve it, there's probably a reason why. And we dig into that and understand you're not just not achieving something because you can't. If there's a reason that's holding you back. And so as a coach, we'll dig into to understand why that is. Yes, I think that's so helpful in reinvention transitions to resist overthinking, which of course can lead to overwhelm, being overwhelmed and utilizing baby steps, as you said, is a hack I hear from career change coaches a lot. So Dara, I will say, just to be personal for a moment, when I stepped off the fast track of TV news after my first was born, Olivia, this is more than 20 years ago, I was totally overwhelmed thinking about getting back into the industry to the point where I think I was somewhat stymied and hovering in insecurity about it, which of course doesn't serve anyone at all. And I had to fight my way out of it. So what do you say to moms who are looking to get back into the workforce, perhaps knowing it won't be the same type of position as when they left and knowing they need to reimagine a second act? Like I said, in TV news, I couldn't imagine just calling my old boss and saying, hey, I've been raising kids for 10 years. Now I want you to hire me back as an anchor. I knew it wouldn't work that way. And I'm sure there are other women out there who have that feeling and maybe it's holding them back. So where do you start with these clients who are also dealing with that substantial gap in a resume? Yeah, I think for a lot of people, all they think about is what they had left 10 years ago. And it feels like it's that or nothing. Updating a resume can feel extremely daunting. So usually the first thing I do with my clients is just we do some values exercise. What do you actually value? What is important to you? You know, I have different different ways of sort of getting out this idea of what's your ideal day? 
what do you want your life to look like? Because a lot of times people say they want something. And then when you actually imagine it, it's like, well, that wouldn't really make sense for me. Right. So imagining what you want and how you're going to get it and exploring. I always encourage my clients volunteer in the thing that you're interested in or audit a class in something that you're interested in, right? It doesn't have to be this. I'm deciding to do this. You can pick different paths to explore and network with. And it's just talking to people to get a better understanding of what's a day in a life of this job and what are the pros and the cons and moving things forward and checking things off your list when it comes to career search can just be talking to people and understanding what's out there and how they got there and exploring on LinkedIn. It doesn't have to be signing up for grad school tomorrow and wondering if you made the right choice. Okay, you mentioned LinkedIn there. Is that one of the big roadblocks you encounter with clients, the concern about ramping up online presence if you have a limited one or none at all, and especially after a resume gap? How do you coach clients through that? Yeah, I had one client, I said, we created a profile together. He said, go on, friend five people, right? Like, and I can be one of them. When you make it that small, it's doable. It's like, okay. And it's, it's if you sort of decide you're going to be on LinkedIn without putting it on for you to show people who you are, but more for you to find people. And I always say it's the second and third connections on LinkedIn that are so powerful because the more people you're connected to, if you find a company or a job that you're interested in and you see that your friend of a friend works there, that's how to make those connections. Now, let's discuss the events and themes you have coming up. And even if a listener misses those in the near future, they can probably catch something coming up soon because you're always adding more events, building on different ideas, you tell me, for these educational group sessions, which I know you're having at the Idea Kitchen locally. And that's such a great space that I want to give a quick shout out to what they're doing. They offer workspaces for professionals, obviously, entrepreneurs, small and large business, remote workers, freelancers. And they're obviously also hosting workshops and meetings, which is where you're doing your events. I think the first thing that really sets me apart is this community that I'm creating. So when you coach with me, you're not just getting the coach of me, you're getting a community of women who are in the same position that are there to support you. Whether you are in an individual session or an individual group, you can find people and connect with them. My events, right? It, it's drawing in all these women that it's hitting a chord with. So there's something so special about that, yeah. that I feel like I've been able to tap into neighboring towns and really bring different women together that are all feeling the same thing. I also think that just having been a mom who's been home, who's worked, who's worked part-time, who's sort of done it all and created this life for myself that's not a cookie cutter job. I think I can relate to a lot of different women and what they're going through. And I could coach anyone in anything. I chose specifically to focus on moms because I think it's an underserved community. And it's oh, yeah. really important for me to help them realize what they're capable of. These women in my groups had amazing jobs before, went to incredible schools, are so successful in their volunteer work, in their everything they're doing. And yet they still don't have that confidence to walk into an interview. So figuring that out has been something that's extremely rewarding as well. And I feel like I can really relate to those women too. Yeah. Tell me the titles of the events. So I know you're offering some of them this month, but even if someone listens to this podcast in six months, you're probably going to have a repeat of some of these programs or you'll do something differently and an add-on. So Tell me about some of the themes that you are offering to people. 
Yeah, so I've actually done all my groups so far at the Idea Kitchen, except for the ones that I've done remotely over the winter when everyone's children were sick. We decided to transfer to remote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Been there. So that worked. <laughs> but I'm excited to be back at the Idea Kitchen. We have part do you life after a career pause. This is for women who have taken time off to raise their children and are thinking about that next chapter, whatever it may be. Cute. I also have making a U-turn, Y-O-U, which is a working mother pivot. This is for women who've been in the same job for many years and are all of a sudden thinking, now what? And then I have my newest one is making it happen, mompreneurs on a mission. And this is because through my work with coaching, I realized so many second chapters have evolved into women starting their own business. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's it's the reels. It's Instagram. It's getting yourself out there. So okay. having that support is really helpful as well. So I'm really excited about all three of those. And to be honest, by the time people start listening to this, there may be more groups. Every time I have a different client, it inspires something else. And I find this need to create a group for, for someone else. And a lot of times my clients will say to me, this is what I'm feeling. You should create a group around it. And I'm like, great, let's, let's do it. Right. I, so much of it is just about bringing people together that are going through the same thing at the same time so that they can benefit from each other. Because even if I'm coaching one person in that moment, in a group setting, other people are benefiting from what we're talking about. So it's beneficial to everyone. I love it. It sounds like you really listen to and respond to collaboration which is huge and makes a lot of sense for the way you operate. So speaking of social media marketing and all that, which people can learn from you on, we want to send them to Instagram and probably your website, right? If they want to learn more. So why don't you tell me where, where to send people? So you can go to Instagram, Dara Askman Coaching, or my website, which is daraastmancoaching.com. And I offer a free 30-minute discovery call that you can book on a calendar. There's a link there. So I can talk with anyone to find what might be the right fit. Right. I love that. Like transferable skills, all of that, assessing all of that right off the bat. I'm sure you, you do an amazing job. So this was so much fun. I'm glad we did this. I'm glad it worked out well too, timing wise with all that you have going on with your coaching business. So Dara Aspen, thank you again so much for sharing your wisdom and your story with us. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Take care. Thanks as always for being a part of our listener community. Next week is our 100th episode. So exciting. I'm going to be doing a solo for you and we'll kind of go over what we've learned to this point, what we hope to achieve going forward, insights, maybe some more personal stuff from my end, which I like to throw in when I talk to you directly. You don't want to miss it. Be sure to rate, review or share any episodes that speak to you. And we'll be back on Thursday. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on.
on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcast. Yes.